Hello and welcome to the first episode of Film Turds. I'm Michaela Ralph. And I'm Louis Ralph. This is Film Turds. This is a, uh, a project we've been thinking about starting for a really long time and it's born out of our love, our shared love of really terrible movies that we think are really great <laughs> and we call them Film Turds and they're sort of our diamonds in the rough. The film we're going to be talking about uh, this episode we found on Netflix. That's right. Which is amazing because I have had a little research online and you basically can't find this movie really? anywhere else. Yeah, I had a look earlier. I know. I was going to have a look for the for you know our audience of uh, two. <laughs> I was going to look and see if we, you know if it was accessible anywhere else. But yeah, absolutely it... not. No, there's actually even uproar on the IMDb page in oh, the form really? section down the bottom. Everyone's like, "Please so, put this to DVD." So there is like a fa- there is a fan base. There is a, a weird tiny microcosmic oh, fan base great. that we've now just become part of excellent okay so the film that we're going to be talking about tonight or now or whenever you listen to this is a film called arena and it was made in 1989 it is uh written by paul DeMeo and danny bilson who uh have have worked together son of since. bill yeah son of bill bilson um, they have worked together since. In fact, they share writing credits on uh, the 90s Flash television series. Oh! Yeah, so they wrote, okay. like, they wrote like 100 episodes of that together. So maybe that's where the hero gets his costume from. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, it was directed by a guy called Peter Manugian. Man- I feel like that's how you Manugian. say it. Apologies in advance if any of these pronunciations of names... Uh, oh, completely wrong. off because I for one cannot yeah. pronounce anything right no no that's true I went through a phase where I thought like old lang syne yeah or old lang syne was actually old man syne <laughs> and everyone made fun of me for it so like well, when you I... first told me that I thought you said you thought it was old man time which was even funnier <laughs> to me and then you clarified and I was like nah that's still funny and completely weird that nobody pulled you up on that but I guess the only time you ever say that is in a room full of people and everyone's screaming it once so a year it's, yeah, yeah once it's once a year, a year and yeah, yeah. You, you can barely hear you've, yourself you've, in that environment you've so. only had like 23 goes at I've this. only had 23 <laughs> old man times yeah exactly um so Peter Mnuchin uh also directed a bunch of other like real non-classics which we i've put on a list for us because we will we will touch on peter mnugian's uh back catalogue i feel like this is the episodes to come this is the beginning of something even more than film turns absolutely yeah 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 definitely so he's he's directed another movie called dungeon master which is about dungeons and dragons i feel like i've heard it's known i saw the poster and i was like i know of this i've seen this somewhere um, he's also directed a movie called Demon Toys and one called The Eliminators, which are all like same era. The Eliminators. And we're going to find so much gold. So I many feel gold like turds. I, that there. sounds like a knockoff, like Arnie Terminators sort of movie. Yeah, it sort of maybe could be, but who would know? I only <laughs> no, saw the no title. One knows. No it's one knows. Purely speculation. Yeah, pure speculation here. Uh, it stars Claudia Christian, who uh, then went on uh, from this movie, thank God, to Babylon 5. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So quite like known in the nerd circles nerd or, or, or nerd geek. Nerd in the nerd. Nerd in the nerd ring is what I was about to say. What I meant to say was known in the nerd ring. No, 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 no. Um, Paul Satterfield, who plays uh, Steve Armstrong, who's the lead. That's right, the hero. He uh, is also in not much else. Our golden boy. He's in lots and lots of stuff, but lots of nothing. Oh, really? Like one episode here and there of like SVU or. Um, 
the, the sands of time or like you oh, know like no. he's in like he's in like odd episodes what shows the sands of time where Did have the... i brought that from i don't know what's that you're saying that like I'm we know like, it like it's a thing i've that... never heard of it before <laughs> i said it with enough confidence for you to go hmm, yeah all right <laughs> well, yeah there was there was definitely an inaudible nod yeah and then weirdly uh the the guy who I who I consider my favorite character of the of the of the whole movie uh, was played by uh, Mark Alimo, yes, who, who played Gold Turd Ducket in Star Trek Deep Space for nine years. Gold Turd Ducket, yeah, <laughs> Gold Ducket. Oh right. In, in uh, yeah, Star, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Okay. For, uh, uh, sorry, not and, nine and, years. Uh, uh, anyone years. out there, please write in. And let us know. Gold Ducket. If Gold Ducket is his name in the show, <laughs> and also if in that show he also stares everyone down, he does like he does he in Arena. The, he has the he's the one with the big thick like lizard neck. Have you oh. seen him? I'll no, show you pictures. No, later. no, no. It's awesome. But I tell you what, his in, in Arena, not to like jump ahead at all or whatever. I'm gonna be all over the place. Yeah, I don't. I don't this is the first step, guys. Yeah. You've got to be. No, this up. is rough. There might be a good bit of editing as well. I but, don't think so. Um. Okay. Leave it in. So. <laughs> So Mark Alamo or Alamo or Alimo. whatever Alamo in in arena he plays a guy called Rogor Rogor yeah or Rogor or something Rogor Rogor that's okay. how they said we actually heard that one said oh we should know how that's yeah. said my bad my bad <laughs> that's <okay>. um, <laughs> he <laughs> so he is the baddie he's the main baddie isn't he yeah, yeah but um and 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 his role seems to be mostly staring people down yeah. It's like perfect. He, he he spends most of this movie just like wide eyed yeah. doing some sort of like thirties Dracula, like Bela Lugosi type yeah. deep look yeah. at people. Yeah. And it's really unsettling. It is really unsettling. And you're just like, what is going through that guy's mind? <laughs> so why don't we tell you a little bit about what this film is about? Definitely, yes. So now you know about the main baddie. But Arena was made in nineteen eighty nine. Wasn't released till nineteen ninety one though, I think because of funding. Those bloody Italians <laughs> couldn't get the funding together. Anyway, Bless uh, 1989, an intergalactic fighting competition between champions of various worlds has traditionally been won by a series, a species much larger and stronger than humans. Entering the contest, contest, a, a human, forget that. Entering the contest, a you're human good, finds good. he has to battle against not just his opponents, but his self doubts and the corrupt self doubts and the corrupt system. Definitely corruption. So let me know if you got all that. Self doubts and corruption. Yeah, got it. It's basically like a. a, That sounds like a WWE. Oh, really? Is yeah. In fact, intergalactic species. In fact, I gotta say, I made a note. Sorry, I didn't. No, you go. I made a note that. Okay, so this is my hard sell, right? Do you (laughs) like shiny things? Do you like Star Wars or the Rocky movies? Yeah. Then this is for you. This is for you. It has all three of those things. It does. It has shiny, rocky. It, it, it's like it's space. It's bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. In space, and it's like it's a dirty underground thing, but then it becomes like an Olympic event. I didn't quite figure out on what scale the arena is in the film arena, but well, I, it, does it seem pretty shady? There's a lot of corruption in it. Absolutely, tons of corruption, all because of this one guy. Oh, that's right. Or Rogor, who we spoke about. That's right. The the he be, be, Bella Luglossi. Yeah, Bella Luglossi. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he's got silver spray paint all um, over his face, and he looks like he huffs cans. Yeah, he does. He really does. But the thing about the silver face paint is that, like, obviously under those like hot filming lights. Yeah, yeah. His like 
sweat has come through and he just glistens. So you can kind of, and, and also you can, Bella look glossy. If, if you look real closely, you can tell when they've what what, what take they've used. Because yeah. if it's first take, he's super shiny. Yeah, yeah, like he's yeah. pure silver surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then uh, maybe like a couple of takes in or whatever. Yeah, he it'll cut to it cuts take, to him and he's like, like fifteen takes later. You can see he's got like his hairline is just natural skin color now. It's, it's all and dripping And he's like off. he's coming apart like the Witch of the West or yeah. the Waste or which, whatever. Which like arguably makes him scarier. Yeah, and, like and cooler. I think if this was film studies, yeah. like if this was the film class, we'd dissect that and say that that is his mind unraveling yeah. or something it's very symbolic to the plot but what we'll do here at film turds is just say it's hilarious it's and fucking awesome. funny yeah it's really <laughs> funny um so now we should talk about a little bit about our format and how this is going to work um what we want to do is call this show film turds um, we want to take you through the best scene, the best line, our favorite character, our, the least utilized background artist, the best death. We want to take you through a bunch of categories, give you our thoughts on all of them. And then at the end, we've got five final categories where we will either give the film a turd, which means we loved it, or we will not give it a turd for that category. And then between us, we will take our final turd rating and give it a turd rating out of 10. Now, a 10 out of 10 is a polished turd. That's a polished turd. And that, we will keep a, a running tally of the polished turds and we will keep you informed of which ones you absolutely right now have to go out and find or watch um, because of all of these things that we love about it. Um, what did we call the... Oh, we got... <laughs> if, if it got none, it got a participation ribbon, didn't it? That's right. It got, yeah, a, yeah. It got a blue turd. Basically a poo ticket. A poo ticket, yeah. A bit of toilet roll. So that's going to be our uh, unique selling point. Everything. (laughs) We're all about the poop themes. Yeah, we love poop. Um, because they're just. I think that it's something that resonates with everyone. Absolutely, everybody poops. Everybody poops. And sometimes films poop. Sometimes films are a pile of poop. And sometimes they're a good poop. And sometimes they're a great poop. And sometimes they're a polished turd. (laughs) And the thing is, we like to hunt down. These polished turds, that was these a great way of bringing the it rough. <laughs> these diamonds in the rough. We like to bring them to you and and tell you all of the best things about it and convince you to give these poor bastards who paid for these films to be made another shot. Um, yeah, and by a bit, giving them a little views. bit of appreciation, a little bit of appreciation. Because that, because as much as we get made... those DVD sales, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, like, not Arena if it's so hard to get. No, but, but maybe in Italy, Netflix will be paying it or will have paid for the oh, rights. Oh, definitely, so definitely. There's there's some there's some man out there who's made a 1980s kung fu movie that just knows he'll never get a residual check again. Yes, I can buy bread today. Like <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'm not, honestly, I, this, I'm not saying this person's life's gone nah, completely these, to shit. No, no, all these people must be doing much. We're, we're better off than us. Yeah, but. <laughs> saying that these these dvds sometimes when we watch these movies they're third hand yeah like we buy them from in the uk we got c exchange or yeah. kex which yeah. is like a second hand electronics store yeah where you exactly. can get like 50p 50 cent dvds and yeah. stuff and basically it's like, people, who, people... who profits from that <laughs> no one basically people take their whole library collection of dvds that they don't want anymore and just hand it over and get like five pounds for them that's right and they're like they walk out laughing thinking they've basically (laughs) just taken all my rubbish away from me (laughs) and we go in and hunt out it's it's waste disposal but it is yeah the best kind so so 
sorry about the length of this ep, this first ep too. This is going to be a little bit because we've got to explain things to you uh, and let you know a little bit about. And also, I super get sidetracked. <laughs> no problem, but but yeah, it's going to be a little bit lengthy. This one maybe we'll try and edit it down, but yeah. So why don't we start with our first impressions of the movie? Maybe a little bit of a play-by-play. Okay, you yeah, know I agree because yeah. um, straight off the bat, because we only watched this literally minutes ago. Minutes ago, yeah. I we turned it off. I, still, I ran out yeah. to to take some notes. Yeah, <laughs> and then some we'll brown come back. notes. We'll come back. <laughs> so I, you know, the, that that film arena starts with really really great um, like space titles. Yeah. And, uh, and you've got titles. you've got spaceships flying past and stuff, yeah. and it's they're all really great miniatures. They are dated as hell, totally. But it's so full of charm, yeah. That if that's your thing, you'll love it. They're the sort of miniatures though that I notice, like you know when you watch Star Wars and they've got these amazing models that they zoom right into and fly past, yeah. and they go off the other side, and it's crazy. Well, these are the sort of models that the quality of them was never quite that good, so they they cut away just before you can tell it's a model so like they'll zoom in a little bit but as you start seeing the little bit of extra glue hanging off that window or like or like an extra bit of paddle pop stick or like a little bit of toothpick or whatever it 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 cuts away to a different you got you got like a uh, like a like a cross dissolve sort of transition into the interior which is fantastic they did such a good job yeah because good on them good on them for making mediocre models look great definitely (laughs) So, so like the film starts with that, yeah, and then like we and only gets better. Yeah, it only gets better. <laughs> it o- it's only up from there, to be quite honest. So what what have I written down? Have you got anything that's next? Well, after it starts. That? It starts in the middle of a fight between two aliens. That's right. <laughs> so so it it immediately introduces you to the idea of the arena, which is what it's called. <laughs> outer space combat. Outer space combat with people shouting and crowds. And, and I loved it because the two aliens that are fighting are, are really oversized. They're creatures that have been made. They're costumes, but they just look like two mascots fighting at yeah. like a football, uh, football, what is it? You game? know, it, it was like the, my first, my initial impression was for, for the Brits out there is it, it looked like Robot Wars. Yeah. Oh, to 100%. me, it looked like Robot yeah, yeah. Wars. And, yeah. and, and meets Power Rangers. Like, the costumes, same sort of era, like yeah. the 80s. Same sort of quality. Same sort to of be quality. Quite honest. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, basically. Take yeah. any villain from that show. Yeah, and, and shove it them was, in an arena. Actually, sorry, take two of those villains <laughs> and get them to fight each other. Yeah. Surrounded by cardboard cutouts. That's this movie. <laughs> it's everybody's dream. Um, so, yeah, I just I noticed that they looked like mascots and then I just couldn't take my eyes off them or stop laughing and it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. What have you got next? Next, I've got Ratman. Yeah, see, my notes are so non-linear. I've, I, I just go from... I try to kind of categorize them a bit. But yeah, I've got Ratman as well. Yeah. And I've got him down as being absolutely gross. He's so disgusting. So gross. From, from his teeth to his nails, he is absolutely vile. Oh, yeah, he's got those little, like, milk the, teeth, doesn't The milk, he? tiny, oh. pointy milk teeth that are all brown and, like, nicotined. Oh, he's, so gross. This guy so smokes fantastic. 20 packs a day. Yeah, fantastic costume. Uh, yeah, I've got him, I've got, like, nicknames. So, because he's, he, like, in the titles, he's called Weasel. In yeah. the film, he's called Weasel. Yeah, he is. But I've got him Weasel. down as Rat Gang Armadeus. Yeah. <laughs> I've also got Wolf Manchu. <laughs> Wolf Manchu's a good one. I just got Ratman. And then I've got Ratman Crothers. <laughs> Rat- I like Ratman Crothers the best. 
So So basically what what happens then is they move on from the arena into what I can only describe as a cantina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, down to where it's we a see, soup kitchen. Yeah, a soup kitchen down where we see uh, futuristic hobbit Joe Pesci. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, six limbs and oh, uh, his his buddy, our main man, uh, Steve Armstrong, who's Who, the hero of the show, he, and and they're they're oh. trying very hard to keep up with the 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 orders that are flying in at this arena. They basically work in the in the, in they're the kitchen absolutely, at they're the bottom absolutely of the arena. Swamped. And the thing is. He uh, then goes on to allude that he uh, was a fighter on Earth. He trained in the championships on Earth and then came up to the space station hoping to fight the intergalactic battles. Uh, but then it's, it's, like we said before, it's just been no humans have won in over about 50 years. So he's been all, succumbed to a short order cook position. Like, yeah, and all the while you've been fed this exposition. Yeah. And he's in this shiny silver apron sort of bib thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and his hair is completely a mess. And yeah, completely swoopy, turning on smoothies without lids and causing mayhem. Like, and he just, he he just, just can't get anything right. The Blondie can't get a number seven out. No, There's two aliens no. who are at the counter constantly asking for a number seven for about 20 minutes and he just can't do it. He can't get it right. Anyway, so they get fired uh, because they start fighting this other guy. I mean, should we even reveal the whole storyline? I don't what know if we. I don't now? know if we need to like t- necessarily discuss the plot nah. in depth. No, nah, because uh, the be plot t- to me the plot wasn't the best thing about it. <laughs> to me, it was definitely the costumes so, and like the production design and okay. just all that gimmicky bullshit was just what sold it to well, me. Well, what I can say is that according to this movie. The future of fashion consists of swathes of shiny cloth and eyebrows. Definitely. <laughs> it, that's all it is. All the costumes in this film are like draped, drapery There's, of shiny plastic cloth. But then you've got all these and like... huge eyebrows. <laughs> you've got this whole spectrum of aliens as well. Yeah. That you kind of, that you could only get, you know, the likes of the Star Wars cantina or yeah, whatever yeah. where you've got like fishmen with scale armor and yeah you've got weird um like match head people yeah they that have, have these weird like, like lycra skull cap <laughs> yeah. strikable helmet yeah. yeah definitely yeah and like they get a bad time throughout the whole thing yeah they do they get a they have a really hard time lots of uh banging heads together yeah, those yeah match definitely guys. Lots yeah. Of, there's lots of gags <laughs> Yeah, they're like they they form most of the pit crew. I don't know what their role is in the movie, but I, as much as I could gather, is they're um they they're, they're basically the underpaid staff. Yeah, yeah. they're the um the the, the cleaners. Yeah, the spritzers. The spritzers. God, let's not even get into the spritzing. Oh, yeah. I can't. We can That's a good transition, though. Maybe we should talking talk about the spritzing. There's a couple of fights that happen outside of the arena that I just want to address first. Yeah. There's, there's one in the cantina that I was about to tell you about, but I won't. I'll hold back. But there is also one in a series of pipes and tunnels where somebody on set had to use a smoke machine. Yeah. Violently. Oh, oh, <laughs> and it was the most amazing use of a smoke machine I'd seen in forever. It, it made for excellent fighting conditions. And also a really nice reveal of people like... Stepping through the smoke to to land a punch. And That's stuff. right, because they they introduce they use the smoke the smoke clears. Yeah, and there's a um one of the female characters isn't in it like yeah. sort of emerges from the fog. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. like, I've heard about you, <laughs> except obviously high pitched. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. 
and yeah. a bit girlier. But that actually, her voice wasn't too far off. No. To be quite and honest, did she, didn't really she look good. like Rizzo from Greece? Or she something? did. She really did. Was it Rizzo? I looked her up. I looked her up, and she's—it's not her. Which the one that? Which is the one that takes cold showers? Yeah, Rizzo. Rizzo. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what do you mean? Is that How like a? Is that, that a str- <laughs> such oh, a right. random line out of her song? But yeah, no, that's the woman who's from Babylon Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh, Claudia. Good Christian. for her. Yeah, I know. Good on her. Um, so yeah, Claudia Christian reveal. Can I just talk about her for a second? Yeah, There's yeah, a do scene it. where she gets out of bed, right? There's a scene where swoopy blonde dude Steve Armstrong rings her doorbell and, and she gets out of bed, oh. and she is wearing the most unnecessarily shiny pajamas, yeah. like they're plastic pajamas. Oh no! And it's like I just can't. You're a baked potato right now. Oh man, so much, <laughs> so much. I run hot, and at night that's the worst. I'm so hot at night. I couldn't wear plastic like that in bed. It was so unnecessary. <laughs> Anyway, um, you know, like just speaking of which, there's the other sort of female character who I think is more of the love interest oh, yeah. to the main character, to the hero. Yeah. Um, there's like a love scene in it, and they're just like wriggling around in like in, in, in a tinfoil bed of lies. Yeah. And like, there's it, it's just it's so ridiculous, yeah. and and it, it was like. If you were, it would just get so hot in it. Yeah. Like, what, what are you thinking? This is covered in tinfoil. They're the kinds of things that they, you, you give. It was a foil That trap. an ambulance gives you. Like, yeah. you know, when, if you're, if you're suffering from yeah. shock, yeah, they, yeah, they'll yeah. be like, here, have, have this, warming blanket. Have this uh, bed from the future. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sit well with me. Also on that bed full of tinfoil, uh, whoever was on cloth duty yeah. on that bed saved a lot of shame. <laughs> from being shot it's true they were they were that that cloth was perfectly draped see, over the I, netherlands see i thought this was an 18 until yeah. i didn't see any bits no it's definitely and a, then i looked it up and it's a pg-13 it's a pg-13 so i was like there, there, there was a, a there is a sneaky nip slip though was there there was see i didn't see it but no. i was like part taking notes yeah and, yeah, yeah and sort of trying to follow what was going on i think i don't i don't think i said anything i think all i said was whoop, <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. there it is <laughs> all right uh, actually, weirdly, after her plastic pajamas, does come spritzing the skin spider. Oh no! Yeah, that's like that's arguably the best bit of the movie. It is. It is. It is definitely one of the for best the worst bits. reasons. So our our blonde, our blonde bimbo that's heroic right, the first leader, fight. his first fight it's is first against fight. is against what I could personally only describe as a skin spider, which is uh, a weird large alien oh, with huge so two front huge spider legs and it is entirely like weirdly taut pinky bluey skin and it's so oh, and it's, it's got so about gross. its body is made out of about 20 kneecaps oh my god it's just it's entirely knees. oh my god it's so gross but so hilarious so if, it if, doesn't move if this he's like, fighting this thing that doesn't move it has small t-rex yeah. arms it doesn't, and it you, doesn't move yeah, but it's like beating the shit out of him yeah yeah <laughs> it just like, it, it rips the crap out yeah. of him and it doesn't even have to use its big, like, dangly bullshit legs nah. for nothing. No. Nah. And, and, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. And this all, basically, if our description doesn't sell it to you, or it's a bit vague, because it's going to be vague, because yeah. we're, we're at a loss for words right now, <laughs> this all takes place around the 38-minute mark. Yeah. This fight so, is all around that time. Yeah. So 40 minutes in, you get your first big fight against the skin spider, but before the fight, I don't know whether they do this in boxing or wrestling or what, but they, yeah, they, there's like four people around him with like spray guns. They're all they're like, just, they're they're they got towels. Him. They're like so stoked. They're ready, and this guy's but they're like, they're making ah. him wet, and it's so, 
Yeah, yeah, they spritz so it, gross. but they spritz them too much. They, it was overspritzed. Where's Nobody, the towel guy? <laughs> where's the guy who was earlier on smoke machines? Where's the anti-spritz guy? He knew the guy. perfect amount of smoke. That's right. He'll know the perfect amount of spritz. Yeah. Anyway, that was that. That had me for like I lost about ten minutes after that because I was still oh, reeling man. from the skin. I know that was beautiful. Yeah. And then and then during that fight as well, you've got all your standard choreography. And, and and camera work, yeah. but then they chuck in a couple of POV shots, yeah. and there's this one POV shot which is the skin spider, yeah. and and you got the like you got your lanky hero like terrible guy who you know looks like uh, Steve Malkmus from the from like Pavement the band. Yeah. That's like an out there reference, but yeah. if you get it, you know what I mean. He looks <laughs> like Google that. It. He looks like that, and like a mixture of Napoleon Dynamite yeah. and Rocky. He sounds like Napoleon. Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, so he fight today. So he he's like he's like boxing his way out of this close up shot. Yeah. And he's like he's wiggling around <laughs> and like he's helpless, he's useless. He boxes like Howard Moon from like the Mighty Boosh. Yeah, in Killaroon. Yeah, exactly. F one season oh, one. Oh, it's terrible. And 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 all the while you got the spider's POV looking at him and it's just taking like fury swipes at him. <laughs> And, that's and, all it can do. And and he's shaking, <laughs> and he like you can see every droplet of sweat on him, and it's revolting. And this thing's going like, <sighs> and it's like you you're in that you're right in the the like ground zero of that yeah, fight, hundred percent. And you shouldn't be there, no. Like because it, it's so uncomfortably close. You realize before he does, and even reg- he doesn't realize this at all. Yeah. But you know, as an audience member. He should be there. <laughs> he should not be there. He should, he should tap out. Yeah, he should This tap was all out. a mistake. Who Why? would want to do this? He should go back to making yeah. smoothies bad. Yeah. All I kept thinking was like, what bits can we see? Like, what bits can't we see of this thing? <laughs> what this bits can't we spider, unsee? This, this skin spider is so gross on the outside. He's right up in its like gut belly area, punching it. Like, what bits oh, are yeah. we seeing that I just don't even want to think about? I oh, know it's hilarious. So gross. Anyway, there's a couple of other really crazy things that happen. One of the things is um, the girl I've named Debris Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think you might have named her Debris oh, no, Harry. Yeah. Uh, the, this uh, the love interest. She looks exactly like Debbie Harry from Blondie. Uh, but she's dressed in this holographic holographic uh, Betty Boop outfit. And, she's and she got, sings these crazy weird songs that happen the, like three times in the movie. And yeah. it's just like... These like li- operatic, like David Lynchian yeah. weird love songs that are really trippy. Yeah, and lots of like... Bloop, 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 in the background, like, like actual, like not even like notes, like... like machine noises and this this actress who, who is this this is the character jade right yeah jade yeah and um she's played by shari shatuck <laughs> and i'm not sure if that's correct or not shari shatuck but she is she your vote for best credit is this best credits game potentially gonna save her? potentially gonna save i'm her? gonna save her I'm... i just wanted to make the point that she she sings like that's her actual voice because no she's way. credited no way! I've seen the two songs oh, in the movie. I didn't even notice that. So, That's awesome. so, so she's there like, Sherry. Ah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like literally That's three her notes. Voice. That's three notes from the song. Debris Harry with Debris the Harry. you know with the, the the perm that looks like onion rings. Yeah, it does look like onion rings. Why? Grease and all. How do they even do that? <laughs> I also thought that the space station itself looked like a giant floating like uh, barbell, like a like a 
What are the ones that you the weights? Yeah, that yeah, you yeah, lift? yeah, yeah. Like a, a dumbbell. A dumbbell. Right? You that's mean like it. a single one? A single one. Yeah, it yeah, looked yeah. like a like a floating space. I wonder if that was intentional. I mean, because if, if, if it's if it was a fighting arena and stuff, it's all kind of relevant that way. Look, it wasn't. There was a few things like that. There was that that was a bit on the nose. <laughs> that was a bit forward, and there was also the fact that the main fighter, like the main guy's name, was Armstrong. There oh were just gosh. a few little bits written in yeah. that I was like, ah, oh, guys, come on, mate. <laughs> uh, that that's all part of the appeal, appeal to me. I, I love I love stuff when it, it's it's blatantly obvious, almost insultingly obvious. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The I think I think for me, my most favorite reveal in this movie. In the notes that I took whilst watching it, this is where I got full capital letters for about three lines. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, this is my favourite bit. I believe I was watching TV and you, were, you weren't. You, I was watching the movie and you weren't. And I said, wait, Louis, stop. Oh, yeah. Rewind, go back. And you did. And we paused it and it was uh, a wide, no, a close-up shot of the crowd. And in the foreground, there were two human people clapping and cheering. Yeah. And from there on, behind them, up the stalls, were cardboard people. <laughs> cardboard people with but motorbike like, helmets and but, stuff, weren't but they? Like, but, like, cut out of, like, cereal box people. Yeah, like, yeah. Not even, like, very little effort was made. I think the most effort they did was they painted weird shapes and triangles Yeah, like, on just their abstracts, like, poster paint abstracts. To make them look like maybe another race of people. Yeah. And then they, like, literally staple gunned. Like, like gym t-shirts shorts. and gym shorts to their heads and stuff. <laughs> like it was the most hilarious way of faking a crowd. But you can do that. You can get away with yeah. that if it's on a wide. Hundred percent, you can. Definitely, no one's gonna spot it. And, on and, a wide. and like put put the extras in around them sporadically. Yeah. So, or draw the eye of the audience someplace else, yeah. and you can get away with it. But definitely. this was a tight shot with only two people in like the foreground bottom half like lower third of the screen and the rest was oh, all cardboard man. people <laughs> cardboard I, i've decided to call them cardboidians yeah. <laughs> i know it's, it, and it's a beautiful thing so if that was your moment that was my best scene 100 and, and we're gonna we, we'll come back to the sort of um the, the timeline of it but i wanted to mention possibly my favorite scene yeah, unless please. unless you were i had a sub i had a sub favorite as well which i'll mention after you so I'll wait if to see your if it, sub if favorite it could, it could might be well be my favorite All right, you go you go because if you remember it was the one thing that cracked me up more than anything oh my god and it's to do with rogor oh no that's not my scene um who who is the man of deep looks or the aka the silver jason isaacs <laughs> i called him space drack <laughs> Because he looked like a space vampire. He is also the Tin Man with a mullet. Yes, yes. So, he does have a and, and, and a widow's peak. But like a very a classy. Ser- that's why he looked like Dracula to me, though. Yeah. Because he had this serious, like, not a joke. And that's the no messing around as wizard, well. wi- widow's, widow's peak. That that was all his. I was about to say wizard's peak. <laughs> that should be a thing as well. Yeah. It Except be. it should go the opposite way. It goes up. It's like a. It's like an alfalfa. Yeah. Basically. But like a. Like, like a, a little wider, rascal's like elf. A, a wider elf. <laughs> Do you know what? I think we're the only people in the world who call a bit of hair sticking up at the back oh, of really? an elf. Alpha. I've been saying that to everyone. <laughs> it's because like I've definitely called it an alfalfa to someone before. No, no. And they're like, "Oh, what?" I'm like, "Oh, dude, you've got an elf." It's like it's like a vertical cowslick, right? Yeah, it is goes that... up at the back because of Little Rascals. But yeah, we, we used to watch that film all the time. Oh and like, man, our 
frame of reference that that's what we it call was that called. an alfalfa. Yes, an alfalfa. but no, I, I thought that was a genuine hairstyle. No, I don't think so. Oh no. Oh man, it's like a... having a, an, an antenna perfectly in the, on the on the top of your head. Yeah, but, but I like. Hair. But you've got okay, so you've got beautiful curly hair. Stop it. And you do paint you've, the scene, Nick. You have glorious, you have glorious curly hair. <laughs> In a, in a tight fade on the sides, but curls on top, you look beautiful. But I've called you out before for an alfalfa. Yeah. Because sometimes, I mean, let's I was, get real. I was trying to pick up... Let's um, get real. I was trying to pick up HBO. Yeah. <laughs> let's get real. Curls get a bit messed up sometimes, especially if you've just woken up. Just got out of the shower. Definitely. I'm going to stop on this line of talking in one <laughs> second, but I'm just convinced. Let's talk hair for a bit. Let's Film turds. <laughs> Film turds. Right, so no, no alfalfas, but that's what a wizard's peak would be. Oh uh, yeah, I agree. So I'm gonna so, say that now as if that's a thing. Cool. And if no one gets it, it's on them. Yeah, fair Just enough. Just like alfalfa. So this scene with Rogor. Okay, so right, this scene with Rogor, um, he threatens the hero to to fight. Yeah. In the arena. Mm. I can't remember what happens before that. It's all a bit of a blur. But there's a there's a scene <laughs> they stole basically. Some money yeah. From a there's casino. a gamble thing and there's a shootout in a, in a casino. Yeah. Uh, with some weird like skull cops with <laughs> boomsticks and they're amazing. I've called them uh, Captain Helmet and the Knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Thanks. I'm gonna take that and use that as a band yeah. name. Captain Helmet and the Knuckleheads. Yeah. Yeah. So. This brings you. To, this brings us to a scene where the hero is in the villain's office, and the the villain's trying to be real intimidating, and um, he basically threatens the guy, and he's like, "If if you're not back by then," and then instead of like gesturing with his hand and neck, like to you know give the impression that he's like gonna sever his head, yeah, or even he, or even you know like putting a gun his hand, hand in a gun, anything like that, anything like that. If you're not back in twelve hours. Yeah. You know, and then gesturing, indicating that yeah, he yeah. means violence. Or, like, all he does is lets out, like, a guttural pop noise. <laughs> so he's like, if you're not back by then... <laughs> and it's like, it, any sort of tension that is, like, set up and established is yeah. completely knocked down and, like, just erased. And it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Because he's doing this deep look. He's, doing he's staring the everyone down. The I'm, not, I'm not even convinced he's like that great an evil character. No. Because I don't even think he kills anyone. No. He's just misunderstood. Yeah, and then when, when he, he, at the end, when he gets defeated, he's just like, oh. He just feels real bum about yeah. it. Yeah. And he, he doesn't even, he doesn't even kill anyone. But, but, but can you repeat this noise? Because it is, it literally stopped us you, from You've, you've got to do living. it as well. Okay. Because like, I. So this is how I think the noise went. The line is like, if you're not back in 12 hours, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like why without missing a beat, yeah. nothing. And it's in, I, I swear it's in a close up shot. As well. It is. It's a close up it, shot. It, it's he just makes, his he, face. Yeah, he makes zero gestures in and order to for us to understand what he means. We know what he means by context only. Come on, There's guys! No I've lent you this money. <laughs> if you're not back here in twelve hours, <laughs> he like, like does a real violent a bit, kiss. He? Yeah, it's yeah. like a quick kiss. But it's like the thing is. So that's that's your best scene. So Silver Jason Isaacs puckering up was like for me that was top notch. Top net, top notch. That, that was that like also is that also your favorite line? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to say yeah. Okay, well, because I have a. Sub, is this your sub? I have a sub best oh, brilliant, scene, brilliant. and then I have two best lines. Oh, wonderful! One of the best lines is twelve hours, and if you ain't back there by then. 
<laughs> but the other one. So so my sub my sub best scene because my favorite scene was the cardboards. The cardboards. The cardboards. <laughs> yeah. The cardboardians. Um, but my sub best scene was the fighting montage. The Definitely. classic the classic fighting movie montage. It was befitted with spinning titles. Yeah. With split screen fades. Honestly. With, with with slow-mo replays. It was fantastic. I just want to say the only thing that was missing from that yeah. was a sort of like a rocky theme. Yeah, there was no, there was like, no uplifting sort of, exactly. soundtrack. That's the other problem I had with this film is I don't think it had a befitting soundtrack at no, all. No, it was great, yeah. but it just there was no tension built with it nah. at all. Nah. So the sound didn't really do its job nah. in nah, that regard. All. All, all it kind of did was like leave a sort of ambience and a, um, like a euphoric dreamy yeah it didn't it didn't uh floaty score you know yeah, that was yeah. all it did it was really. very spacey that's right but not enough intergalactic battle bots like there wasn't no, enough there should have been some like uh hydraulic noises yeah and and like like shit the fighting scene with all the smoke and, and shit they could i could have done with some steam noises oh, to be honest absolutely i could have done with some hella steam noises so that's my the fighting montage is my sub favorite scene after the cardboard audience but my my best line the one that made me chuckle yeah i don't know if you missed it but like as they're entering the secret casino on the on the on the ship they knock on the door they do a secret knock and then a thing slides down. swordfish was the password yeah (laughs) that's my line oh sorry it's okay so the thing slides down and the and the the alien behind the door goes Password. <laughs> Password. And then, uh, and then, uh, Joe Pesci, futuristic Hobbit yeah. man, goes swordfish. <laughs> he does as well. Yeah. And, and that was actually perfect. Yeah. If you played Mickey's impre- interpretation of it yeah. parallel to Password. Sword swordfish. <laughs> what? I don't know. Swordfish. Swordfish. Weirdly, like all of the uh, people, the Earthlings on this space station are from Boston. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Password. Password. Swordfish. <laughs> really good that one made me chuckle that is good yeah um so what about your favorite character you think it's rogel oh i'm gonna have to go with rogel yeah because in in more ways than one he is the best worst villain yeah 100 percent. because he he you know he fails to threaten the hero (laughs) like he's just a joke yeah like he just doesn't do anything right a wide-eyed joke he looks like a coked out hollywood producer Put in outer space. Yeah, it's hilarious. And, and, it's, and he's just like, I don't, so I don't even think he is on the same planet as them for most of the movie. He's just spaced out, like yeah. he's like chiming in from some other galaxy. Like um, I, I, he's like, to, to be honest, I feel like he's a great object for the first episode of film turds to have yeah definitely. because i feel like he'll set a benchmark yeah and potentially other even, bad villains yeah and potentially even set a whole category of you know best best worst, best villain. worst villains yeah because this guy is up there definitely 100 yeah. because he's just so shit yeah. as a villain yeah like he doesn't get anything right and and you know the, the soundtrack doesn't help like create any tension well, but but you know blowing kisses doesn't either so like <laughs> like the first time we encounter him when he's supposed to be really scary when he's asking them for his stolen money back yeah they give it to him and he's like oh cheers yeah. <laughs> he's really happy about it and then he's, he's like, fine about it he's like and oh, then cool. they go off and they start fighting and he's yeah. like oh he can fight oh 
Mm, oh, it's money to evil, be made. Evil plans yeah. start forming. It's like they gave him a whole opportunity to I'll be make evil you a at the star. beginning and he was fine about it. It was completely <laughs> Yeah, like, I know. That it was like, it's, so like they, it's like the screenwriters or whatever wrote that scene. Yeah. And then studio pressure took it a different way. Yeah. And then they had to kind of come up with something else in the end. Yeah. Like, they gave but, it, here's, here's all your money in full. And he's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Now get out of here. And you know what? Like uh, beyond him being just like a little bit sneaky, yeah, I think he was mostly misunderstood. I would even say that he wasn't evil; he was cheeky. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> he was just a little bit cheeky. And I wonder if that's like a was it the the same filmmakers did? Was it? Do you say Flash Gordon or Flash? Flash the TV series, yeah. not Flash Gordon. Oh, okay. So like, as in like the speed? Yeah, runner. yeah, the DC Comics yeah. hero. Yeah. Um, they wrote, they wrote uh, like a hundred episodes. Because he that. did seem like a super villain. Yeah, but he like was... a like a one of those really early Batman sixties TV show villains. Yeah, yeah where yeah, yeah. there's no real peril. No, never. It's mostly just gigs. Yeah, gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we've had best scene, best line, and favorite character. Definitely now, favorite character. I think you know the answer. My answer to this. Okay. Uh, the next question is your least. Your least utilized background artist. Oh, okay. So, so do you mean like so like an extra character or a side character that you think deserved more of a role? My answer is the Cardboardians. (laughs) (laughs) I believe they didn't get enough screen. I didn't see that happening. Like I didn't see that being your answer for some reason. That came out of left field. Oh really? Oh man, I just did it for the gigs. That was a good gig. (laughs) Um. No, I think the two, I think, uh, uh, whatever her name is, what the heck was her name? Um, Jade? No, not Jade, the Claudia Christian's character. Uh, um, Drew, maybe? Her I'm two sure. sidekicks, yeah. uh, Sting oh, and, and Seal, Seal yeah. um, didn't get enough airtime. No. Nah, you saw nah. them in one real decent fight, and then they got all butthurt about it and didn't come Yeah, they were like, you fight pretty good for a human. And then that was it. But they're also human. Yeah. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. So they, I think they were... So the, they were underused. They were definitely They underused. could have been more sort of comrade Yeah. when um, the hero won them over. Yeah, totally. Know, and he started fighting for their cause. Yeah. And he became the people's champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they could have been sort of like... Do it, but in there with like... Sort of cheeky jokes yeah. and sort of sarcasm yeah, and yeah, like yeah. commentary, Boys basically. Club. Actually, you know, that was another thing. There wasn't really much... You, with these sort of fighting movies, yeah. sporting movies, you usually get people on the sidelines commenting yeah. on what's going on. I don't mean actually the commentator. I tell you what, though. There was a great little futuristic hobbit, Joe Pesci, right? Yeah. The, during the steam fight, when right. it started in his home, <laughs> he was commentating the whole time. They were fighting. He's like, come on, guys! Come on! Took me ages to set this up. Come eh? on! What's, Come on! What's going on? What's going on? Hey! Don't break things. Hey! Swordfish! <laughs> Swordfish! <laughs> no, but he was like commentating the whole time, like not even. Oh, you know not what? Even trying to help. You he was just... just like, hey, get out of, get out of there. This man. Oh. I took me ages to set that up. Hey, hey! Those those pipes were specifically placed. <laughs> took That's. Me... Hey, hey! Quit beating around my Windows ninety eight <laughs> screensaver. Hey, that cheap plastic is there for a reason. Get out of there. Hey, I set up those instruments for the Blue Man Group. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. 
I don't know why. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at accents. Anyway. That's all right. I um, don't think any of that was an accent. I'll tell you what, though. What? You reminded me. That guy, Shorty. Mm. Yeah, Shorty. AKA, like, I've, I've got a couple His of His actual name was Shorty in the movie. And every time somebody said it, and this is so terrible, but every time somebody said it, I kept thinking, it's your birthday. We're going <laughs> to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a card like it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, every single time. And I really wanted to not think that every time but then he'd be like hey shorty and i'd be like it's your birthday like <laughs> under my breath and i'm like god damn well that's you know that's where the two sidekicks of that deborah deborah or whatever yeah drew drew character yeah, yeah. that's where they could have come in handy because when someone was like hey shorty we need your help over here they could be like it's your birthday we're gonna party like it you know anyway we're gonna cut that out yeah <laughs> no no well, let's leave it in uh, <laughs> <laughs> no no Okay. Just no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, Shorty. Sorry. Back That's on. Right. Back, back on to Shorty. Um, I loved his multiple hand gimmick. So basically, oh this, character, this character yes. had four arms. Yes. You know, four hands. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, at times, it was two human hands and two prosthetics. Yeah. And when then he's at walking other around, times, yeah. when he's walking around, it's his arms and then this huge appendage thing underneath his jacket that held two... Imagine it's like a girdle with yeah, yeah, like yeah, two, that two, like two mannequin arms, arms on yeah. with like in, in billowy sleeves. And basically he... Um, like, but, but also in the close-ups they'd, uh, they'd use two actors to, to um, you know, puppeteer all the arms. And I thought that was like, I thought that was great. That won me over. It was obvious how they'd done it but I thought that that was like a neat trick. And sort of endearing in a way. And also they did like they did lots of stuff like if he was holding like leaning against a railing or something, all the all the hands would like hold on to it. And and it would they were all it was like they all had like minds of their own and yeah, stuff. It was yeah. like so obvious he wasn't controlling his second set of arms. No. But that kind of like added a bit of character to it. Yeah. Like and, and there's a bit in the casino where he's playing uh, poker cards. or blackjack or yeah. something. Yeah. And, and like he's holding all the cards and he's flipping them over and stuff, and it works so well. Yeah. That I'm just like, damn. If I make a movie with a forearm guy, like, <laughs> or if I make a movie at all, it has to have a forearm yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Hundred percent. I'm with you. And yeah. So that so that really won me over. So so we're thinking the cardboardians, the uh, sting and seal, yeah. and also Joe Pesci's second set of arms. I'm as saying all as least utilized background. I'm artists. saying for me, least utilized is second set of arms. Oh really? I feel like there should have been more um, gigs <laughs> made with a second set of arms. Like yeah. maybe they're a little bit cheeky yeah. or something. Like they're pinching someone's no, butt, and then the upper arms were like, "Hey, stop that! Cut that out!" <laughs> And then, like, Shorty gets into trouble because yeah. it's not his birthday anymore. No, well, um, <laughs> I think a lot of the cheeky was taken by Space Drag, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. He was Throwable. sneaky and also cheeky. Yeah. Uh, but not what have we got? Least dramatic moment meant to be the most dramatic. Um, um, I put Ratman dying. Ratman dying. Ratman dying for that thing. I had my fingers crossed hoping that he was going to get chucked over yeah. the... Um, what do they call it? The catwalk? Like yeah. up a, you know, hundred feet above the arena or whatever. I think that's it. And, and he, he did. He did, he did. He, he flew happened. off and I was like, that's the best. So It was the best, but to me, I put Ratman dying because it is the least dramatic moment that was meant to be dramatic. Well, soundtrack did nothing. It did. I was and like, I feel like, we all saw it coming. I feel like his body could have landed anywhere else but the crowd. It would yeah. have been actually cooler if it landed like in, in the, the arena. Like in the middle of the arena, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that was like, 
a distraction or whatever. Yeah, like we all and then and then the hero like landed an uppercut. Yeah, or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have exactly. been sick. Like we all knew Ratman was gonna go flying out the moon door. Like we knew that. Yeah. <laughs> we knew he was. Yeah. Okay, it was, it was his days were numbered. Yeah. What about best death? Uh. I put Metalhead. Okay, Skull. remind me who Metalhead was. Skull, the guy with like uh, all the electronics on it in oh, his head. Oh, okay, the hacker. Head, I called his him. His head exploded. I called him Brainiac. His head, his he- oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. His head, ex- it short circuited and like exploded everywhere. Basically, and it was he, brilliant. Yeah, he is part human, part computer, almost like a hacker type cyborg character. Yeah. He's got like weird growths on his face, oh, but he's God. also got like a, a so computer brain. Yeah, like the back of his head is chrome yeah. and robotic. Yeah. And basically, he plugs into computers and, like, fucks with shit. Yeah. That's his game. That's his MO. That's his and, MO. And, um, yeah, what Mickey was saying is, like, that becomes his undoing. Yeah. Where um, Shorty destroys some of the computers and that fucks with... It short-circuits his brain, basically. And his head and explodes. explodes the back of his skull out, and which he, is, he, like... He's doing, like, a long kind of, like, oh, no! kind of deal and it's it's sort of it's remarkably like scanners i was yeah. thinking scanners yeah me too except the head explosions on his do scanners nah no, i do have to still say. it's good though there's a gif there's a scanners scanners gif yeah of that head explosion that i've used multiple times in group chats because i just think it's so amazing. it is it's, dis- so it's amazing. disgusting but brilliant it's so brilliant um and that's it for the random um random questions if you've got any questions you want to throw in what was what was what were you saying about what was the category for this? This, uh, this. Oh, is... worst death or best death? Oh yeah, this was this was best death. Okay, so opinion. for me it was like I think the best death or like it, I don't know if it really class like classifies as a death, but the first fight between the two animals, yeah, the two like Power Ranger villains. One of them's a robot, and I didn't go ahead and describe him. He's like part robot, but he's got like reptile legs he's got frog legs yeah and he's got like a frog head or something but his whole body is like the robot from the latest star wars <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like this just big orb basically but yeah. it's got like two little metal feet that come out in the front yeah. and it's basically like cock punching the other guy yeah like to oblivion i called it the gut puncher it was just like because you couldn't it, it would go in for a close-up shot and yeah. you could see these little feet at work just like Punch him below the belt, yeah, which yeah. shouldn't be allowed. At no, all. no. Um, and uh, and but it's like just a, it's such a tight close up that you're like, whereabouts is that guy punting? Because <laughs> it's like it doesn't look like the the hands are definitely above. So yeah. like, what's going on there? What's going and, on underneath? And so he he kicks that guy's butt, but he doesn't win. So I mean, I. I so, I mean, it's not really a death or anything. Well, he does die later. I thought it was quite moving when they couldn't fix him and they had to retire him. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. In the medical tent. Where they, okay, they so were he, just like, they were so like he looking loses. at him and like trying to like help him out, but they couldn't fix him. And he's just there like in his like little orb like... That's right, yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's, he's I'm sorry, like, man. We can't fix you. And he's like, oh, please don't retire me. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite death, but that didn't really happen though. So sort of like stretching well, he didn't the die, category. Die, but he, he retired, which but, is almost as good as death. Yeah. Um, so that's mine. Yeah. So what do you reckon this film should have been called? Um, I've got two names. Should I give you mine first? Yeah, go. So, so the film's called Arena. Yeah. This is what I think it should have been called. Either the future is shiny. Yeah. And you would be shiny related. <laughs> yeah, the future is shiny. Or skin, skin spiders can fuck you up. 
<laughs> with the least amount of arm movement. It's got like a subtitle as well. <laughs> what about you? Um, I want to say like, oh, I like the uh, future is shiny. Maybe like, shine on you crazy rogor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. But just because I love them so much. Yeah, Rogue. I, I wish I could like come up with something better than the title, but Arena to me is, seems so fitting. It is um, very self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't really need to be called Galactic Arena or something maybe, but I think Arena like, oh, you know what? I saved the best thing. I was looking it up earlier um, on IMDb and on IMDb you can look at the keywords. That... You could call it like Chrome Knuckles or something. Sorry, go on. No, no. Chrome Knuckles is cool. But on IMDb, there's a, a segment that you can open that shows you um, all the keywords that make this film come up or that oh, okay. used in the algorithm. Oh, so when right. you type in yeah, certain yeah. keywords or phrases, this film come up comes up in a list. <laughs> and it's the weirdest list. So <laughs> it's these are the keywords. Uh, woman on top. What? Sexual tension. Yep. Racial tension. What? Title shot. Yep. Bare chested male. What? Poison drink. <laughs> Poison drink. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Bare butt. Yep. Implied sex. <laughs> yep. Female rear nudity. Secret ambition. Xenophobia. Hope. Xenophobia. <laughs> Hope. Hope. Kickboxing. Sports cheating, fixed game, rigged game, gambling casino, good luck charm, and luck. Swordfish. <laughs> it should be swordfish. No. Swordfish. And swordfish. But the, the, the best ones are definitely woman on top, sexual tension, xenophobia? bare butt, bare chested male, xenophobia. Oh my god. Yeah. So those are the, those are the tagged keywords for uh, arena. Yeah. Nothing about sexual tension about, for sure. <laughs> nothing about. Uh, fighting or um space or um i don't know like i'm just trying to think like there's got to be other things they could have tagged that movie under but yes yeah, so that's that's like the funniest thing i found on imdb so i think we've come to the part where we have our last five categories and we choose whether to give it a poop or a not poop yeah so the categories are acting dialogue Story, soundtrack, and cinematography. Yeah. So here we go. Out of five, I'm going to knock them down. Yeah. At, on my hands, you can't see this, audience, because... <laughs> Michaela's doing jazz hands I'm doing jazz moment. hands. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll knock them down if you don't give them a pup. And then we'll count how many we've got, and then we'll give yeah, them a rating yeah. out of ten. Sure. Okay? All right. So, acting. Acting. I, I gave it a pup. I'm going to give it a put. I thought I thought the acting was pretty stellar. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Great. I enjoyed the deep looks from Rogor. Everyone put a good effort in, yeah. I thought. Uh, next one's dialogue. Heck no. I didn't no, gi- I I'm, did not I'm not give giving it a put. I'm not giving it a put. You know why? Cuz there wasn't it there wasn't it wasn't quotable enough no. for my liking. Although password swordfish but was we, like really that good. That was good and yeah. it, there was the and the <laughs> Yeah. But like beyond that, I it feel like really we'd hard. be we'd be really would have yeah. to really look for in that of... movie for because you know the other thing that it suffered from was the sound recording. Yeah, you know some of the dialogue too. was hard to follow because just the sound recording wasn't as good as yeah regular movies. <laughs> All right, so acting gets one put, dialogue gets no put. Yeah, story. I reckon poop. I, I, I put I put too because yeah. you know why it's just so basic, like just basic, easy to follow. Yeah. 
you, no bullshit to it. There's no sort Little. of like it wasn't like particularly amb- like ambitious. No, or like, but it's, 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 it was just what it was. You yeah, know? It, was, it was what it was. There it was, was a little awesome. blip in the middle where uh, Rogor was real cool about the money being. Yeah, yeah, to definitely. Him. But, but apart from that, I thought that actually added to the story. Like the story, cool. the story is isn't great. No, but then that becomes the novelty. Yeah. Um. Okay. So acting one poop, dialogue no poops, story poop. Yep. Soundtrack, no poops. No poops. Nah, no poops. Sorry, it's forgettable. Soundtrack, nah. Um, What about cinematography? Um, I'm going to go with no poops. Really? Even though I really like that disgusting, like, POV shot of the skin spider. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to go for no poops. I'm going to give it a poop. Okay. I think it deserves a poop for cinematography. And uh, guess what? What? Straight down the middle. First ep. Got five poops. Did it really? It did. Five poops. See, that's what I was hoping. Yeah. I was hoping it'd be the it's sort the of the benchmark. middle benchmark. Yeah, yeah. it's the perfect exactly. benchmark. Exactly. Oh, brilliant. Because yeah. that's, uh, it, out of, you know, out of ten, I would have given it a five. Yeah. On my own. Would you? Definitely. I might have given it maybe a six. But I think I think this combined score system really works. Because it gives a true feeling. Yeah. Of, of it. So, so one mediocre, one regular poop. It's it's a standard. It's a put rating of five. Yeah, it, it's you know it's a we standard. We can only either go up or, or lower. Than a- this. Average movement. <laughs> average movement. That's a regular stool. Yeah, perfect. So um, finally, we come to what is my favorite segment, which is something that we've done. We've decided to add to this podcast because this is a game that we've played for years, years and years, ever since we were kids. And, and um, you know what? We'd sit down and we'd partake in this game and yeah. it would bring us to tears with laughter um and, and you, yeah <laughs> La- tears <laughs> just of to laughter. make that clear just that's why we clear. enjoyed it so much. yeah when well, it's gonna be no real bad feelings but I, t- I tell you what i tell you what i don't know if anyone else is gonna get it so this is a bit of a gamble this is a trial a gamble a gamble uh, but, it's yeah, what we call it. the, it's what we call the credits game and we've we yeah like louis said we've played it for years we love it we love this shit it's where we watch the entire credits Without moving, and not because we want to wait for a, a, a special scene at the end or anything like that. We watch and we read everybody's name, and we find our favorite names. We find and it's that not we because find they're that... funny. No, it is. Or, <laughs> well, it's not because they're bad names or anything no, like that. Like no. we're not making fun of the people whose names they are. It's because they're the greatest names in the credits. Yeah. They're either like hilarious to say out loud because we can't say them properly, or they're yeah. spelt really great, or it, they're or they're triple barreled, or like something right. really for extreme. Me, like... For me, most of the time, I find hilarity in the mispronunciation yeah. of some foreign person's name. Yeah, and for, for for some reason that makes me crack up yeah. to the point of tears. Well, so that, that's what it is for me. It's not so much laughing at the person. No, but. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Some people have some names that they should really change. <laughs> and that's up to them. They can live their lives with the name that they choose, but to us, it's hilarious. So, I have four four entries for the credits game. Oh, I've got two. You've got two. Right. And, they're, and they're both pretty weak. You, well, you, I found some good ones. Well, you <laughs> okay. go for yours. Okay, well, I'd like to, I'd like to just make, like to point out that I think that this film was an Italian co-pro. Yeah. So the credits were a lot of Italian names. Yes. A lot of stuff that I'm not even going to bother trying to pronounce. No. I'm going straight down the line. Yeah. With the guy whose surname was Wang. (laughs) 
Because, you know, <laughs> you can't go wrong <laughs> with the Wang. You can't go and, wrong. And, and so this guy's called Steve Wang, and I read it, and immediately I was like, yep. Got that. Yeah, that's... Process that. That's going on my team for credits That's Yeah, so Steve Wang. Steve Wang. When you you do... Good entry. You do a really good job of having the name Steve. (laughs) 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 And then then you follow that up. I just said Steve Wang, good entry. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's that's what... Poor Steve. Well, I'll go with Gail Schacht. Gail Schacht. (laughs) Yeah. Gail Schacht. 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 Uh, I thought she had a great name, Gelschacht. That's kind of like her first name is the cause of her surname. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like one one be- begets the other. Begets? No, beget. You go next. One beget. One big be- beget. Okay, the other one I had, which isn't that great, or, or, or a name I might either. Have the same one. It's not really good, is it? Maybe. Is so it? So I've got. Is it old SMG? No. Oh, is it not? I've got Peter. Right? Peter Shrum. Shrum. And I was like, that's weird. For some reason, I read that and I was like, that, you know, that's, that's nah, good. I'm going to put that in a movie sometime. You need to put Shrum. more effort into this credits game from here on out, dude. Shrum's not a. Shrum's weak source. Okay, well, tell, tell me what you got. Because, like, I. I, I got you know, Gail Shacked. Wang and Shrum. <laughs> Gail like, Shacked. Erwin Yablans. Erwin <laughs> <laughs> Yablans. Yeah, Erwin Yablans. Benna Burton Burt. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Benna Burton Burt. Benna Burton Burt. How do you like your eggs? Benna Burton Burt. <laughs> Sounds like a food order. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Screaming Mad George. Yeah, I saw Screaming Mad George. He what, was he uh, special effects or special something. Special effects or something, but I, I like Owen Yablans. Owen Yablans because I like it Benedict sounds... and Birch or whatever. <laughs> Benna Burton Burt. <laughs> <laughs> Ben and Burton Burt. Ben and Burton Burt. Is that three people? No, it's one person. Is that like a three per, three kid man they call suit? It, they call him Triple B. Do you know like a man suit? Where yeah, you yeah. Like in your shoulders? <laughs> is, it, is it Ben Burton Burt? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. those three kids on each other's shoulders. Yeah. yeah. And they did a great job of the movie. They did. So round of applause to those kids. <laughs> ben and Burton Burt did a great job pretending to be one man yeah. for all six months while they shot this movie Jesus, in Rome. Jesus, in Rome, yeah. Um... That's it. That's the end of the credits game. Oh my That's god! That's the end of the thank our you. first podcast. Yeah, thank you for listening in. If you did, yeah. If you didn't, thank you anyway. <laughs> thank you for listening to the end. <laughs> and yeah, we finally got there. And God knows how much we're gonna edit this, or how much we're actually gonna release. We might just chuck it out there raw. Yeah, I reckon. I think That's there's cool. not many. There's not many moments I'm ashamed of. We'll have to. And, and, and to you know what? You know what? This will. This will we'll bury this. We'll only. Learn. We'll bury this in more episodes. Yeah. This will just be like no one will listen to this unless like we gather a following, and then that will be perfect. Like, Unlikely. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so um, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in. Hopefully next week. We want to make this a weekly thing. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try. Because we watch a lot of movies, so we got a ton of content to discuss. I reckon we need to find uh, Dungeon Master. That sounds by good. whatever his name was, Magoonian. So was so yeah, Peter Mangoonian. So okay, so is that Manugian. your? You reckon that's your like choice for next week? Dungeon Master, yeah. What do you reckon that film is about? Definitely Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay, oh, really? <laughs> it's hundred percent. So about it's not it's not some guy that like has a basement, and no. and and he just sort of like lures people down into it. Ooh, it's not yeah. like it's not like. Zed from Pulp Fiction or something. No, no, no. Oh my god. Zed, Is there an eight ball? Zed's involved? dead, baby. <laughs> no. Zed's dead. Um, no, there's no eight balls. 
<laughs> uh, there is like, an eight-sided die, though. Yes, there is, definitely. There's uh, some trapdoors. Yeah. <laughs> some swords. Swords. There's some swords. There's... Swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, well, we've, this has been Film Turds. I'm Mickey Ralph. I'm Louie Ralph. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next Signing week. Signing off. See, see you later. Take care, guys. Take it easy. Who loves you? <laughs> An hour and seven minutes. That's... Oh, shit, I'm still recording. <laughs>